millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. You're tuned in to Oilers Nation every day with Tyler Uramchuk, live every weekday on the Nation Network YouTube. I hate you so much. <laughs> you asked for this, Tyler. <laughs> Let's get into the lead. <laughs> <laughs> this is what you paid for, Sherwood Ford. Yeah. Welcome into a giant game day. This costume is wildly uncomfortable. I would imagine you're getting rather hot in there. It's too. hot as hell. This part, like the collar, is like wildly tight. I'm going to spend half the show like this just to keep it away from my neck. It's a bit of a choker, you would say. You could certainly say that. <laughs> Welcome into Oilers Nation every day, streaming live, streaming live on the Nation Network YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook pages. Um, yeah, you're lucky you're all here live because I might yank this video the second we're done the stream today. Uh, coming to you live from the Sports Closet Studio. Check them out, sportscloset.ca. They got everything you need for the Super Bowl or for the second half of the Oilers season. None of it will make you look this good, though. Promise you that. I'm sure that you can find something. I get a variety of costumes if you ever want to make another bet. Well, our friend Canadad said in the chat, why did you just have this on hand? I could I could have I could put on the pause too, but then I can't type. Yeah, there's it also comes with shoes. I'm not wearing the shoes. But no shoes, no unfortunately. But uh yeah, I don't know. I just one year someone in my family was dressed decided to dress up as Snoopy. I also have a stormtrooper, penguin one, which is quite quite famous in my family. Mm -hmm. Um Power Ranger outfit. You're very close to a variety a Popeye, the Sailor Man. I just couldn't find the couldn't find the body. But I had the arms and the, the legs and mm -hmm. you're almost there. But I think the Snoopy one was uh, hit the spot for everyone. So just for reference and the reason oh wow, I just snapped my mic off the mic stand. The reason I'm not happy about this, if I would have won the bet, I was gonna dress you up like <laughs> you were going on a safari. You know, like a funny Hawaiian shirt, yep. a hat, some glasses. You did this to me. Well, I thought this would be funny. And it w I was right. I might not get many opportunities like this. So I decided to strike when I could. And I think people, somebody asked, Dre asked 100 likes for a bot. Sure. I'm in this deep. Why not? <laughs> it's not like I'm going to have any credibility left after this nonsense. So my microphone's falling off. I'm dressed like freaking Snoopy. Yeah. Big uh, day for us here. Mike's VHS <laughs> treasures. What the hell have I turned tuned into? Uh, Chris says second live show. Couldn't be happier than to make this one. Yeah, sure. Um, we do have big news oh, in the man. hockey world. First off, it is a Sherwood Ford Giant game day. Shout out to our friends yep. at Sherwood Ford. We're going to break it all down. Our friend Jay is down in Calgary right now, but he's going to join the show in like 10 minutes time here. And uh, we'll discuss all the Giant game day stuff. Give our keys to victory. Um, ah, 
We do have some news today in the NHL, though. Big news yeah. at that, Liam. Connor Timmins in the Toronto Maple Leafs agreeing to terms on a two-year extension that carries a cap at just north of $1 million. Uh, um, pretty big news, obviously. This really changes the dynamic. I'm kidding. Uh, Vladimir Tarasenko going to the New York Rangers. This is a big one. Our very own Frank Saravalli breaking the news on Daily Faceoff. Um, this is... Huge. This is one of the bigger names on the trade market taken off the board already. Nick Alberga of Leafs Nation is saying that uh, Sammy Blay is a part of the package going the other way. He hasn't had a goal in 40 games, so it's he's far from the only one who's going to be in this deal. Frank today was speculating on the live show that it would be like a second round pick and a roster player, something along the lines of what Taylor Hall went for a couple of years ago when he was flipped from Buffalo to uh, Boston at the deadline. I could see this being a second round pick going to St. Louis, maybe a first because St. Louis had to keep uh, a lot of salary, presumably in this deal. We're waiting on the entire thing. Um, We're waiting for some reports on what the returning could be, but Tarasenko to the Rangers makes him incredibly dangerous. Yeah. And it it rolls out Patrick Kane going there too, right? That is also an interesting angle of this. Yeah. I kind of didn't see this one coming in the sense of him going to the Rangers, but Mm -hmm. more of where the Rangers would go for him. But yeah, I mean, he's, if you're Seattle, you're sat there now thinking, how we could add this guy. Yeah. And I know Vince Dunn's been really good for them, but an interesting one. I'm curious what the final outcome will be overall. But Sammy Blaze is, uh, he just got in a fight the other day too, right? There was a big thing about he's like, he fought Lucci. Well, that makes it worth it. Yeah, he really, yeah, no kidding. Got him out. He was running around like crazy. He laid a couple of huge hits. Yeah. So he was a blue at one point as well. He was a part of the original deal, uh, the Pavel Buchnevich deal a couple of years ago. Yeah. So, oh, that's interesting. And they're they're familiar with each other. Maybe we should have predicted this one a little better, but I think it's a good one for kind of both teams, to be honest. St. Louis, uh, I think it's smart for them to to offload their assets and and recoup with some actual NHL players. Um, yeah, interesting. Uh, we're hearing from Jeremy Rutherford, the athletic, that there is a first round pick involved in this deal. Um, so yeah, Mm. it's a big one. I think if you're an Oilers fan and you're looking at this deal, this does do a little bit to set the market, um, in terms of who some other players or how much some other players could cost. But the important notes with Tarasenko is he had a full no trade clause, right? So they were presumably working with a list that could have been pretty small in terms of teams Tarasenko would be willing to go to. So that is probably a, a something, or that's not probably, it is something to keep in mind with all of this. Um, so a first round pick, Sammy Blay, maybe more. If you're looking at this and going, oh, this is what, and I see Tyler Mulek, Ryan O'Reilly to the Oilers next. If you're looking to get a comparison of, oh, Tarasenko went for this, so O'Reilly will go for this. I think Tarasenko would represent the minimum that O'Reilly would go for because I I think it'll be a little bit more. If you're looking at this and saying, oh, this is what Patrick Kane will go for, I think Kane will end up going for more just because he's a little bit more proven in the playoffs. So um, I just saw Jay hopped into the guest line and he's probably seeing this for the first time, which is mildly concerning as well. Um, But a big trade in the NHL today. Also, big deals in the NBA with today being the NBA trade deadline. Yeah, the Kevin Durant one. You got to love when trades happen at, at midnight. Is that what time it went down? It was around like 11.30-ish this I was time. I was so it was past uh, Eastern time when this obviously would have broke because yeah. it was Brooklyn. It was like 1.30 in the morning. Mm-hmm. And there was also the uh, Jacob Porto 
hurdle. That didn't make sense to me from a raps perspective. Yeah, it was weird. But the NBA is weird like that, where teams will just kind of... Well, they'll dump off four picks in a deal and then just swing another deal where they get four picks back. Yeah, like picks are absolutely worthless. Like there was one that was like five second round picks today. Yeah. So what the hell is going on here? But the Kevin Durant one uh, quickly is funny because firstly, Brooklyn got robbed and Rudy Gobert got more than what Kevin Durant got back for them. It was kind of nuts. Mm. We are live on the Nation Network YouTube. Like I said, someone is starting the rumor that for 100 likes, I'll bark. Um, you guys are running up the like total quicker than you have in previous weeks. So there's that. If you don't understand why oh, this boy. is happening right now, Liam and I made a bet on the NHL skills competition and Liam got two events right. I got none right. And the deal was the other person was going to get to pick out the outfit for the loser. You could have been way nicer with this. I thought I was going to be in a banana suit. I don't own one. Funnily enough. Yeah. So, yeah, that's for those of you in the chat, maybe who are confused about this whole thing. Um, yeah. Chris says, put the head back on. Come on. Give us, a, give us what we want. <laughs> I don't. It's it's just tight, right? Like, it's hard to talk with this thing on. Uh, Greg was in with our first comment of the day on the Nation Network YouTube chat. Come on, Oilers. First place on the horizon. Houston, Texas is on the bandwagon. So shout out to Greg. Uh, Tyson says our top guys are going to go off tonight. McDavid, Hattrick, book it eight to win for the Oily Boys and some speculation about who the Oilers could be starting between the pipes tonight. I haven't. Uh, I I, they confirmed Skinner. Have they confirmed Skinner? Maybe that was just speculation in the office. That's where I would go. I mean, you've got to. I get it. Campbell's been good, but you also play four times this week and you're on a back to back. Yeah, four road games this week. Yeah, um, you got a. Yeah, Skinner is confirmed. confirmed. All right. Gavin, the intern, confirming Stuart Skinner between the pipes. I like that. Um, oh, wow. How about this from Frank? Uh-oh. Nico Mikola is going in the deal as well. So that's an Oilers oh. target that's off the board in this uh, Vladimir Tarasenko trade. Uh, Mikola and Tarasenko going from the Blues to the Rangers. Libor Hayek has been placed on waivers by the Rangers. So that'll clear up the spot for Mikola. Sammy Blake, Frank confirms part of the return, but still working on the full deal. That would make sense why it's a first. Do you think it's a first? What was that um, first round pick they have? They got that requested a trade. Crafts? Vitaly Kraftsov. What if he, he could be in it? So like a first Kraftsov and Blaze. So Blaze more or less a cap dump in the deal. I'm sure they're keeping half of each guy's salary. I could see that being the move. Yeah. We're speculating for right now, but we do believe there's a first. We know Sammy Blay and it's Mikola and Tarasenko. So trade season is upon us in the NHL and the New York Rangers jump in the market a little bit. I mean, that is quite the Russian machine they're building in New York as well with Tarasenko and yeah. Panarin and Shesterkin between the pipes on top of that. That team, man, I mean, you just you just go rattle off their top nine on daily faceoff right now. They were a cup contender coming into the year. Any team that has a goalie as good as Igor Shesterkin is going to be a cup contender any given year. But now, if you slot Tarasenko on their top line, they're rolling Panarin, Zabinijad, Tarasenko, Trocek, Kreider, Goudreau, Hedl, Lafreniere, Kako, and then their fourth line will be Will Cully, Jake LeCision, and Jimmy VC. Their blue line will be Lingren, Fox, Keandre Miller, Jacob Truba, Braden Schneider with Nico Mikola now, and Chesterkin between the pipes. That team is an absolute wagon, Liam. Yeah, that's going to be a tough team to be And I guess mm-hmm. when Tampa Bay has just been dominating these for so long, now you just got to load up and do whatever you can to get by them. Yeah. Like, no matter where they are, they're still the team to beat. But now it's kind of... Looking like the Rangers are 
got to be the favorites in the East now, right? To get to the final. Yep. Kevin Week saying Kraftsov not a part of the deal. But again, we'll wait till everything's all confirmed up to keep discussing this. Uh, it is a Sherwood Ford giant game day here on Oilers Nation every day. And we have a guest joining us today on the show because Jay, not in his usual spot, Liam's in Jay's spot. You were down in Calgary. Um, what do you think of the look of today's show? I'm a guest. <laughs> well, you're on the guest line. You're on the little thing. I'm a guest of the of. I'm. I, I thought I was a fundamental staple of the Sherwood Ford Giant pregame show. Sure. I'm sorry I offended you. <laughs> um, well, first of all, uh, I uh, come on. Put the head back up. Give what the people want, Tyler. It looks great. You look. You look fantastic. I, I don't understand your comment, but it's hard to talk. You sound great when you've got the head up. You look great. Like, come on. Uh, I'm also very excited for my uh, preseason New York Rangers futures bet. Um, after hearing this trade, you just broke it to me while I was sitting in the waiting room. Uh, oh, really? Uh, so that's interesting. Uh, kind of gets me excited and rattled that, like, you know, the Rangers have now, like, they, they jumped the gun. And it's not even jumping the gun. They're just addressing needs now with players that are available and, here we are sitting back knowing that we've got to make, make some moves. So hopefully, you know, this is a domino to fall to, to get us, get us going and start uh, bringing in the assets we need to be considered a contender for, for this season. But uh, yeah. The Rangers do have, according to cap friendly 4.4 ish million in cap space right now. So that probably made this whole process a lot easier, right? Like if the Oilers were going to be in on a guy like Tarasenko, it would require the blues keeping half, maybe even a third team, the blues taking back a contract as well, where the Rangers had a bit more of a clear cut straight shot at this thing. But Tarasenko is going to be off the board We'll see what the full package is. I'm almost a little bit more disappointed that Nico Mikola is uh, is a part of this package because that's a guy who I would have liked on the Oilers. I was I was starting to get excited about uh, the potential of him because you know he fits the bill um, of what we need on the on the back end to kind of bolster it. So yeah, it sucks. And so once again, mm -hmm. New York goes first. We sit back. Player that I think we probably wanted now gone. Yeah, Nico Mikola off the board as well. Plenty of other depth D options out there, though, for the Edmonton Oilers. So not something that is uh, terribly concerning. It is a Sherwood Ford giant game day. The Oilers are in Philadelphia taking on a Flyers team that's 4-4-2 four, four, in their last 10 games. It's been a wildly disappointing season for the Philadelphia Flyers. Um, you know, they aren't scoring a ton they keep pucks out of their net at a decent rate, but I wouldn't even go as far as to say that's a comment on their defensive abilities. That's a comment on Carter Hart, who over his last five starts has a goals against average of two. He's been very, very good. Recently had a 40-save shutout against the Winnipeg Jets leading into the All-Star break as well. Carter Hart, really damn good. This Oilers offense has been humming along pretty well, but to me at least, that's the clear hurdle is Carter Hart between the pipes. Yeah, I mean, he's an elite goalie, isn't he? Yeah. Like, or soon to be. Like, he's just, he's the reason Philadelphia is somewhat still relevant this season, I guess you could say. And it's going to be a tough to be. But luckily for us, the Oilers have the best offense in the NHL. Mm -hmm. So we have the ability to beat him. And the Oilers shouldn't be scared of any goaltender in, in the league, in my opinion. Yeah, I think uh, we'll have more on that in our keys to victory. But that is maybe the one concern here. The Oilers going with Skinner. He's been, you know, 
he's slipped a little since January 1st in terms of his numbers on the season, but you're going up against a damn good goalie on the other side. You can take a look at Skinner's numbers on the year. 914 save percentage on the season. That save percentage is below 900 since January 1, as I mentioned. Um, So a couple of Alberta boys going head-to-head between the pipes tonight. Carter Hart, definitely a tough Well, unquestionably Edmonton boys, you could say. Yeah, yeah, that too. They were. This won't be the first time either. I think they're the same age. Yeah, they were definitely yeah. the same draft. Twenty seventeen, uh, deep rooted deep. This is Southside versus Sherwood Park, mono e mono. SSAC versus uh, the Sherwood Park Kings. Yes. yes, Sharks versus Jets. Let's go. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Uh, for the Oilers, I we're not expecting any sort of lineup changes. I don't think coming off a victory, I'd imagine they're going to roll with the same. You're eight zero and one since you went to the eleven and seven thing, so I don't think you're going to be looking to mix anything up. Really, um, we can flash up the line combos if you want here, Aaron, do uh, to take a look at things. But like these, almost don't even mean anything, you guys. Like they line up with McDavid, Holloway, Ryan, and whatever. And then everyone just kind of plays with everyone throughout the course of the game. And it's weird. It's something that I haven't traditionally been a fan of, but at the same time, it's working. So why mess with it? <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's just pull a name out of a hat and that's who's going on the ice. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, um, nothing to kind of dissect here. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, 11 and 7 has been working for us. And Vinny, we winny. He is in. That is good. <laughs> With Vinny in, we win. The uh, Tyler, are you I serious? Think... Why are you going? Why are you changing it? I had. I, I just. I, I can't remember. Vinny, we Winnie. You shit on it, and then we 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 decided on Vinny Winnie, and then you just go and say that. Vinny Winnie. All right. Come on, Thanks. Snoopy. Vinny, uh, Zach Vinny, Lang, Winnie. and I. I know, I know. Zach Lang and I are working on a little joint series throughout uh, this entire month where whenever the Oilers have a chance to go up against a seller, we look at who are some potential deadline assets that the Oilers could pluck off the opposing team's roster in the next three weeks. The list. Well, yeah, the list is short. Travis Konechny is definitely at the top of it. Five and a half million bucks for two more seasons after this one. Him and Kevin Hayes are the only forwards with even a slight pulse no offensively this season. No Hayes, no Hayes, no Hayes, no Hayes. I know, obviously, they're not getting Kevin Hayes. He makes $7 million. But with Konechny, 25 years old, under contract, I would imagine the Oilers would give up a lot, but I, don't, I, I can't say it's a fit because I don't know how the money would work. 
I mean, why wouldn't you want Travis Konechny? Yeah. But I agree. Like, how do you make that work? What, how long do you say is this? Two years after this one? Yeah, five and a half million. See, that's the guy I would give up two first round picks for. Travis Konechny. Oh, I think you'd be a nice fit. Ah, that's spicy, Liam. Like, I don't disagree, but that's kind of spicy. I but I don't know. I don't think years, like, I don't he's, think he's a player you want. Like you can like in mm-hmm. the playoffs, man. That guy, yeah. You'd, you'd have to think about it. You'd have to think about it, or, or a first in like one of our top end prospects, like top end. Yeah, like a first in Borgo. But again, like the money, you can't. You need five and a half million dollars to go out the door if you're going to bring in Konechny. So you're overpaying if they're taking both Pugliarvi and Fogel from you. Well, well you know what. What was interesting, I was listening to the radio on the way in and they were talking to a gentleman from Philly. I can't remember his name. And they were talking about Kevin Hayes and they were saying how it's likely that Philadelphia would take some money to move on from Kevin Hayes. So hypothetically, why wouldn't they do the same with a guy like Travis Connecting if you said... I don't think so. I think that contract's an asset. But Tyler, to go yeah. back to yeah, the maybe. of last episode, this is where the Gustav Nyquist move allows you to get a Konechny. It's hmm. a good point. So, yeah. like that, like come on, let's let's Uncle Ken put your wizard hat on. Let's like that's if you got Nyquist and Konechny going into the playoffs, like our bottom six. Well, Konechny, you can move. He's he's a, he's a top nine guy, but like, wow. Yeah, that'd be something. You're right. Yeah, you'd have to probably move like Fogel in your second to get Nyquist, which gives you LTIR space. And then you could move Pugliarvi a first and something to get Konechny. And all of a sudden, come playoff time, you're looking at a forward group that's loaded, but you would have spent all your assets on forwards and you really wouldn't have a ton to move out for a defenseman, which would be maybe a little bit concerning in the grand scheme. You still get a defenseman. You're not going to get like your top tier wish list defenseman. But you yeah. can find one that help on the defensive side for sure, uh, and then your forwards now are just way more like mm-hmm. responsible defensively when you got a Konechny and a Nyquist. Yeah, that top nine man, that top nine would be really damn good. Uh, oh. Focusing on. Ton- Focusing on tonight's game, here's how the Flyers are going to line up tonight. Scott Lawton centers the team's top line with Kevin Hayes and Owen Tippett, the guy they picked up last year in the Claude Giroux deal. So uh, he's having a decent-ish season. I know he kind of shoots the puck a lot and stuff. This this Flyers team, though, as you can see, like they're just a shell. There's not a lot of offensive talent here. Noah Cates on the second line with James Van Riemsdyk, a guy who is going to get moved in all likelihood ahead of the deadline, but not a fit for the Oilers. Travis Konechny on the right side, their leading scorer. Morgan Frost with Wade Allison and Joel Farabee. Patrick Brown with Kiefer Bellows and Nicholas Delorier. The D pairings for the Flyers. Provorov with Cam York. Travis Sanheim with Rasmus Ristolainen, Tony D'Angelo on the right side with Nick Sealer on the left side. If you want an idea of a low-end deadline move the Oilers could make, there are a couple on this Flyers roster. Zach McEwen up front is one of them. I believe they do like Zach McEwen. I just think the Flyers also kind of value him. And Nick Sealer, a D-man who can play either side, $775,000 this year and next year. That's a guy I could see the Oilers having some interest in. And if you want to spend your big assets on getting a forward, I think something like Nick Sealer for a fourth rounder is something that you could see as Edmonton's kind of check down move on the blue line. I think definitely. Yes. The, the man who ended Keith Yandel's streak. 
Oh, is that who they brought Nick in for Yandel? Sealer, that was it. And everyone's like, why do you want to bring this guy in? It's like, well, what is Keith Yandel really bringing? Anyway, yeah, if you can get him. But what did you say his cap hit was? Uh, 775K. Yeah, why wouldn't you want that guy? Isn't that exactly what Vinny DeHarnay is right now? Like, yep. just that kind of cap, friendly cap number. You can play every other night, whatever you need him to do. Like, those players are just as valuable as, as that, that extra guys. Right? That extra year would be interesting. Yeah. Um, he's definitely not like an impact guy. We had Daniel Nugent Bowman on the show earlier this week, and he was like, hey, if you're going to get someone, it's got to be better than Kulak. If you can't do that, though, I think there's nothing wrong with just grabbing a depth piece like a sealer, you know? Mm-hmm. Jay? Oh, totally agree. Yep. Okay. Good. We're all on the same page. Who do you think, before we move on, the most realistic player then is from Philly that the Oilers could acquire? Sealer. Do you think it is Sealer? Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, Connect Need be great, but like, we're not sitting here holding it, our yeah. breath for Connect Need. I don't even think the Flyers are oh, my soul. Like, I'm, I'm, I want to order the Connect Need jersey. I'm so excited about the thought of it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, so am I. So It'd be a great it. fit. Like, <laughs> He's, he would almost be like, a th- you think of like Kane and Hyman and the impact those two guys have. Kane, Hyman, Konechny. Like oh, you're just yeah. building a forward group that's really, really we're, tough we're, to play we're, against. We're like like hardworking guys who can score. Like, oh God, yeah. I love those or, guys. Or can I throw one other name out there that's similar to Travis Konechny? No way he's feistiness. Max Domi. Ah, yeah. I know. Oh, you like him. How dare you compare the two? Shame They're on you. similar. That's like that's forwards. like that's like Chikrin to Sealer. No, it's not. That. Yes, it is. Well, like, come on. I Tyler, just meant in the sense of like they're like team first guys who are gonna yeah. get in the battle yeah. fear and all that stuff. Like rah rah, go next Domi Oilers. I got the jersey too, Jay. So we're good. Uh, hey, I, I I respect the commitment. Yeah, a lot of people in the chat talking about Luke Shen. I think Luke Shen, good option. Tyler Mulek said Luke Shen for a third. Did you just knock a hat over? I didn't even move. Uh, Luke Shen for a third. I actually think Luke Shen might go for more than a third, which is if your options are Luke Shen for a second or Nick Sealer for a fourth, Did you he, check down. I don't know. Shen left the game last night. Shen brings some identity and leadership. Yeah. He would. Yep. 100%. Um, you guys are pushing hard it's to get to 100 likes. Career he's got, like, He's been now like he was this highly touted first round prospect. Was like supposed to drive your blue line, and he was for a bit for the Leafs. So then that that only lasted a few seasons, and then just you know his salary versus performance kind of went you know different directions. Yeah. But now that like he's this role guy, like he has had such a wonderful second half to his career, uh, being that guy, uh, and, yeah. and makes an impact. Right, just properly priced in the right slot. Sets him up for success, and then and then you're cashing in on his leadership abilities from there. I th- I think I like what you said that Jay. It like speaks of the character of someone like Luke Shen too, to just like kind of completely change his role, just to benefit obviously himself, but like finding roles in the NHL and like keeping his career alive. Mm-hmm. Like what'd you say, seven hundred fifty k is what he makes? Like yeah. That is, uh, and he's a Sasky boy. We don't yeah. have enough Sasky boys on our squad. They bring they bring those mm. intangibles. You, we we need more Saskatchewan on the other uh, roster. Do we have yeah. any? That's just that's just straight up math. Do we have any Saskatchewan players? I don't think I don't we think have so. any. Well, no. that's the issue. Yep, there you go. Uh, a it lot of names being issue. thrown out in the chat. Yeah. QF Pro says JP for Mata at 50% retained. So, oh, Ryan Murray's Ryan a Sasky Murray? boy. There you go, Jay. 
Oh yeah, makes sense. Well, oh he's had a my big god, impact, he's not gonna play again. Uh, yeah, he doesn't play like one, but okay. <laughs> uh, Tyler Mulek said Susie and you know what I'm not giving up on the Carson Susie dream just yet and I know a lot of you were like why would they give him up they're in a playoff race they went and picked up Jacob Megna the other day so they have an extra left D so their left side now is Alexiak Dunn Susie and Jacob Megna their right side is pretty That's full as guy. well like that, that, they're just positioning himself for playoffs like that doesn't mean that nah, Megna's got an extra year left I think they view Megna as their Susie replacement next year Maybe you can, I don't, I don't, I'm not, I'm not saying it's impossible. I don't think it's impossible. I think that's a guy who could come back on the market if the right circumstances kind of break. Just an idea. Just an idea. You can view, um, you can view Susie as a trade deadline acquisition for the Kraken. Yeah, I guess you could. By keeping it. But do they value so. picks a little bit more? Very, huh? Uh, let's get back into the Short Ford Giant game day side of the show today. It is brought to you by our friends at Short Ford the Giant and their Ford Service Center just a few clicks away at shortford.ca. You can book your appointment online. We have a link in the description of today's episode. The Philadelphia Flyers, they were miserable early in the year. They've started to, in a weird way, kind of piece things back together a little bit. The Oilers, for reference, are 11-13-2 on the season against the 11 non-contending teams. I got all this from Jason Greger's game notes up at OilersNation.com right now. The Flyers are tied with Ottawa for most points amongst those 11 bottom feeders. So they are on the high end of the low end when it comes to teams in the NHL. The, the Flyers went 7-14... Yeah, just a, a weird purgatory for that franchise. The Flyers went 7-14-4 and four against playoff contending teams in the first three months of the season. Putrid, winning just 7 of 25 games against good teams. Since January 1, they're 4-4-2. Four, four so a little bit better, but still not great. This is a team the Oilers are clearly better than. And something I want to talk about, we touched on it at the end of the show yesterday. I see Aaron's got it pulled up. The vibes in Philly are just super weird right now. This quote from John Tortorella. Now, I'm not going to lie to you, and I want to be clear about this. We're not there yet. That was sent out to season ticket holders in a big, long letter where Tortorella basically says, this year's not going our way, and it's not going to go our way. The Flyers are doing things like um, refunding the final month of the season for season ticket holders and rolling it into credits for next year. They're like throwing in the flag, throwing in the towel, I should say, on this season. And that's Talk a about weird kind of to your fan base, though. Oh, I love it. Yeah, like I mean, you're making sure they come back next year by giving them a nice discount and all of that. But this is a Flyers team that just doesn't have a lot to play for, and I, I think they're vulnerable. So my giant key to victory tonight is going to be a couple of a couple of areas. But one is get on them early. This team won't have a lot of fight in them. They won't have a comeback victory in them. I think if the Oilers attack early and not just like they did against Detroit, where it was like a bunch of zone time like actually attack to the dangerous areas of the ice. I think you could just squish any hope this Flyers team has very early in the game. I think it's the, the whole Tortorella messages to the fans, I think is very interesting because I'm the outside is like, Oh, that's kind of like, it's like you laugh at them, but then also like as a fan, I think I would almost appreciate the, honesty, the honesty a little bit yeah. and like, okay, like we all know it, but at least they're saying it. And now we can just kind of move on and like just a, I don't know, a bit of reflection on everything that's going on, I suppose. Like they've got some good players, but they're definitely a couple of years away from doing anything special. But my key to victory is just the special teams. 
I think that's where the Oilers can just win the game. Like they do most nights anyway, right? But mm-hmm. the power, the penalty kill is really good against Detroit. The power play could have been better, but at least they got the one goal, which was the important and it was a big goal one. of the game, right? And we got him on. Uh, Aaron, can we flash this up quickly? Um, you can see that when it goes up. The 30th in the league on the power play and 18th on the penalty kill for the Flyers. Like the penalty kill is not brutal, but when you're going against the top penalty power play in the league, yeah. you always got to capitalize on that. So key to victory, dominate the special mm-hmm. teams. Since January 1, it's gotten a little bit better for the Flyers because, again, they did have kind of that heater. Their PK top 10 in the league in that time, oh, and oh. their power play has moved up to 21st in that time. But still, it's nowhere near how good the Oilers have been, especially when you consider the power play. Jay, you got a giant... Okay, Jay. You kind of uh, got choppy there. Oh, you're back. Do I sound okay? Okay. Yeah, yeah you're uh, back. What's your key to victory? Well, you showed the lineup for the Philadelphia Flyers. On paper, they are horrific. Um, so we we got to come out hot and early and not stoop to their level. Because the one thing you think that these guys, if they're down, are going to give up. Like John Tortorella isn't going to stop working on these guys and giving them to like play at least hard. Like that's what he does. So I expect it to be a, you know, not a, like, well, yes, it's always a challenge, but just, I don't expect them to just lay down. So you're right. we got to get on them early. Uh, Cause I, I, I do think they're going to work hard against us. Um, so we just can't stoop to their level. Um, and then to Liam's point, the power play was rough. Like there was a lot of rust in that game against Detroit power yeah. play being one. There was just no clicking. So, you know, I expect that to improve. And then also just, you know, dry cycle off the score sheet in Detroit, Connor only getting one point. Like, you know, those guys had a little bit of an all-star hangover, probably an actual hangover. Uh, so I expect, you know, them to just bounce back, which is just weird to say, but just they'll, they'll be their, nor- their normal selves tonight. So, you know, we just need that uh, to come to be, you know, get, get their standard two, three points they get when the Oilers kind of uh, just run away with a victory. So I, I know I said a bunch of things there, but yeah, that's, that's my <laughs> yeah. take. That works. Uh, just going back to the getting off to a good start. The Flyers this season, when they trail after the first period, they have four wins in 20 games. They've trailed after the first 20 times and only come back to win four of those games. So hammer them early if you're the Edmonton Oilers, the Flyers on the season. Uh, they've been outshot on the whole in the first period. Um, so that's something to keep in mind as well. A lot of you in the chat are talking about what you're betting on tonight. You're dropping some predictions like AJ. What up, AJ? Says 9-1 Oilers and Torts throws a chair on the ice. Lance says 3-0 Oilers. Shutout watch for our boy Gavin, the intern. Brad Bay. Five th- First off, great to see Brad in the chat. I love when he's here. 5-3 Oilers with an empty netter and a power play goal. It last game. It did hit last game. Power play empty net. It's a lock almost every night. It, it's 60% of the time. It hits every time. I would argue less. Probably. <laughs> uh, Chris says 5-2 Oilers. Brad Bay is betting on Holloway to find the back of the net first. Before we get to our bets. Ooh, we do it- that's spicy. We- you have to score first? Yeah, why not? I hit that once oh, this year. That is, that is delicious juice right there. That's banana juice. We do. We have the full deal on uh, Vladimir Tarasenko. So it's Vlad Tarasenko and Nico Mikola for a first round pick, Hunter Skinner, Sammy Blay, and a conditional 2024 fourth round pick. The Blues are going to keep half of Vlad Tarasenko's salary as well. Hunter so it's about, it's about 5 million bucks going to the Rangers, about 
1.5, I think, is Blaze salary, and Hunter Skinner's going the other way. He is was he a top a, prospect because, like, this is a no, he was a deal. fourth round pick in 2019. He's just a middling kind of AHL guy, nothing oh. crazy going on there. That's he he's played more games in the like East Coast. Yeah, yeah, I think it, I think it is actually. To get Mikola and Tarasenko while really only giving up a first, like Blaze sucks. He he can't score. He's there's a million Sammy Blaze out there. Um, I think that is an absolute fleece by the Rangers. That's a good deal. But they had cap space Sammy to Blaze do it. Probably and that's the luxury the have don't have. Sammy Blaze probably happy because they play the Rangers play the uh, Flames here soon again, and Lucic <laughs> is gunning for him. Yes, the uh, Hunter Skinner. Played for the London Knights. That's where he was drafted from. 62 games, 32 points. This season, he has eight points in 22 games in the East Coast. Sorry, the ECHL. It's that's not called not. the East Coast anymore. Yeah, Played. that's a good deal. Wow. That's a good deal for the Rangers. Wow. So they wow. essentially traded. You mean we could have, like, wow. what would that have looked like for the Oilers to go get those two? Devin Shaw. Like, what is, no, what is the like- Oilers equivalent to that trade? Our first. Uh, yeah, but you would. It's just not you, the money, Jay. It's all about cap space right now. You're so cap strapped. But 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 let's talk this through. Remember, Tarasenko's half retained. Mikolas, he had a full no trade clause. Oh, Tyler, you're not answering the question. You're just stonewalling me. <laughs> Probably Derek what would Ryan. the Oilers' version of that trade no? be? What what would that package look like? Puliyarvi and a first. And and I don't know, not even Raphael Lavoie, like James Hamble. I don't know, somewhat lower than him. Some a, a low level prospect somewhere. Puliarvi at first and a low level prospect. Oh my god, that would get you Tarasenko and Mikola. But you need it. Just there's too there was too many hoops there that I don't think the Oilers could jump through. I think the big factor in this is the fact that the Rangers have Shusterkin. Mm-hmm. And Panarin, who are both obviously. We got Clint Costin, man. True. That, that was probably the St. Louis days. <laughs> Open that. Uh, well, St. Louis are probably scared to trade with us after we fleece them for Clint Costin anyway. Surprise. though if he goes and like pop yeah um okay let's move along to our daily bets brought to you by betway and our new segment where we go head to head to head on our bets and last game yeah coward bet the, one. Oh yeah the <laughs> coward bet one hey the tortoise beat the hares you guys are just trying to sprint your way to the finish line and i was the Does only the one guy who nailed the it. Dog <laughs> also Hold up. This graphic is way off. Why? All, you and Jay are only down one unit. You only, we're only risking a unit of play here. You're not uh, risking four. Well, I felt like I was at minus four. You're each only at minus Maybe one I, unit. Yeah, why am I at two and a half units? Who did this? Where well, I thought he was based off the blast odds. Well, when you win, you get that back. Oh, but you're, yeah. we're all only risking one unit of play here. Slight error on the yeah. graphic. Slight error on the graphic. I'm going to go first. I am playing the safe chalk, as I like Shocking. to do. Yep. Evander Kane and Connor McDavid to each get 
three plus shots on net. McDavid's done this in like 10 or 11 consecutive games. And Evander Kane has done it in four of the five games since he returned to the lineup. McDavid and Kane, they each got to get at least three shots on net. It's minus 118, but that is right up the middle of the fairway when I like it. The it's way a lot. Tyler bets, the way Tyler bets and the picks he gives us, the minus bets, the chalk, I can only assume that the Tyler in that picture is drinking a virgin Shirley Temple <laughs> in that photo. Because that nice is coffee. the bet that you are sharing with our audience. Uh, hey, I don't know, man. I just, I'm here to make the people money. Liam, what do you like? McDavid, redemption game after game one. My Ottawa second period 100 point mark is not looking good. So he's going to have to to get back up there tonight. So I'm going McDavid plus three points. I'd only, what is that? Plus 182? That is that's ridiculous. 162, even what, worse. That's, that's, it's, it's risky. I, uh, yeah, I like it though. I, I, you're, you're right. Like the narrative is there for him to come and do it. Like mm-hmm. bad game mm-hmm. in Detroit for McDavid standards, like expect him to pop off the next game. Like it's fair logic. What do you like, Jay? Well, I'm going to be honest. I'm a little scared after going forward a little bit, you know, for a bigger bet last game, a little gun shy now. So this is kind of the ups and downs of chasing the juice. So this is like conservative juice. Uh, You know, I I refuse to share a minus bet. Uh, So that's why I'm going Oilers money line and over five and a half goals at plus 120. Yes, we are the overs and six and a half hits like, like crazy. But once again, a little gun shy. Um, but still chasing that uh, that plus juice. Uh, so feel good about this one. All right. There you go. There's your three game day big bets brought to you by our friends at Betway 19 plus. Please play responsibly. Someone's asking, why are we two guys on the same podcast? You don't agree on anything. That's what makes it interesting is that we don't agree on anything. Uh, Oilers taking on the... Philadelphia Flyers this evening. This has been a short for giant game day edition of the show. Jay, how's Calgary treating you? You're down in the Flames Nation offices or are you in the Oodle Noodle offices? Well, just like uh, in Edmonton, uh, the Flames Nation office has two studios in it. So this is the yeah. second studio that is the Oodle Noodle studio. Uh, so I've been working out of here today and wanted to jump on the show from here. So, yeah, no, things are things in Calgary are good. Uh, the boys are doing a good job here, having some good conversations. And yep. it's a nice place. I'm just going to say it. They got a nice office here. I'm just going to say it. I do. it. I, I'm a little jealous of their office as well. Uh, all right. That's going to do it for today's show. Shout out to our friends at Sherwood for the Giant Sports Closet, sportscloset.ca, Betway, as well as Star Mechanical and Montana's. Enjoy the game tonight. We'll be back tomorrow to break it all down. They also play both times this weekend, which means we are in the middle of a run where we will have seven in a row, seven in a row, and then another five next week. We're going to have 12 straight and then another saturday game after that we're in the middle of a run where you will have 13 consecutive oilers nation every day is coming at you noon mountain time you should all feel so lucky and i will dress up tyler every single show i'm really happy this is over um oh 96 likes too so close so close all right that's a wrap on today's show. Hope you all enjoyed. Um, hey, Liam, drag uh, it out. Before you end it, there's uh, while he's still in the costume, uh, bread and butter downstairs has dog treats. So don't be afraid to throw your boy a bone there. <laughs> I'll throw him a bone.
There you go. Oh, now it's at 98. Now we're wrapping this up before I got to park into this microphone. <laughs> this damn costume. Thanks Keep for tuning in, everybody. Enjoy the game. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.